Woodrow again I am here with Keith so what you saying people so what are we saying tonight well we're inundated with emails you, you remember last week we had some uh, melodramatic things we had my girl Misty and my boy Chris Stone on there right. dropping straight knowledge you know what I got something to say about that too okay and this just came out right now before the emails I like to say I and I'm down with you know the me too and I understand where they're coming from with the rape and stuff but when is somebody gonna come up with a hashtag pound sign in terms of the girls that wag their pussy for a free ride. The motherfuckers that, you know, <laughs> are fucking people for rent. Yeah. Fucking fucking people for, you know, a step up. Fucking people for this, that, and the other. Women, there's women out there that understand the pussy is a magical weapon. Yeah. And they're doing it to get ahead. So I want, I can't wait for that hashtag to come out where, you know, a guy says, you know, I paid this girl's rent for 10 years, you know, and, and she took advantage of me or I bought her shoes or I did that, you know, whatever the case. Yeah. Hashtag, this shit goes two ways. Hashtag taking advantage. Yeah. Hashtag taking advantage of <laughs> Hashtag I got my dick wet and I got nothing out of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to run through some emails right quick. We got quite a few. Hang on. Let, me, right. let, me, let me pause you. Uh, Go ahead, brother. Snaggles. We can't forget Snaggles. Oh, Snaggles, I'm drinking. I'm on this Apple shit lately. Mm. And it's funny you said that because Snaggles emailed us, but we'll get to that. <laughs> I'm on Apple Jim Beam right now. Uh, I'm sitting here talking to Mr. Jim Beam, and Mr. Jim Beam's got plenty to say to me. I yeah. feel good. Mr. Jim Beam will always treat you nice. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, Pete says, don't knock aluminum foil titties until you try it. My <laughs> wife taught me about it. Your wife's a freak, Pete. Yeah. Metal udders are the business. The funny part about that wood is we made that shit up. And yeah. as always, there's somebody out there who is into something. You there's, know what I mean? Yeah, there's a fetish for everything, I tell you, man. Yo, you uh, could talk. We could sit here and talk about. I took a squeeze bottle of ketchup and squoze it up my ass into my intestines, and somebody'd be like, "Yo, I did that. <laughs> I did that shit back in 2006. It was the best sex I ever had." And it's you know what I mean? <laughs> it's probably actually named something. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got Wendy. Wendy said, "Wood, how tall are you?" My fourth grader goes to private school and outgrew his uniform. Do you want them since you don't wear jeans? <laughs> <laughs> Well, in case she's well, since since she's asking, I'm a thirty-three thirty. <laughs> the trace says, Keith, have you ever been to opera? And if if so, did you talk to the stage like black people do at the movies? <laughs> no, I ain't white. I'm a black person from the suburbs, so it's all new to me. I've always wanted to do it. But <laughs> I've always wanted to do it, but I get enough stares throughout my life. Uh, yeah, I have been to a couple of operas and ballets, and no, I don't talk. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> David says, great interview with Rhyme Time. Matter of fact, we got a lot of great interviews about yeah. Rhyme Time. People love him. Yeah, he, that was a good he's one. He's great, man. Yeah, he, he was good. He was entertaining. He was funny. 
David says, great interview with Ryan Time. How can someone put up with your dude's bullshit for over 10 minutes? It's beyond me. <laughs> it's beyond me. David, wasn't much bullshit involved with it, okay? There's two people you don't fuck with, all right, as interviews. You don't fuck with rappers because they'll put you in a song, and right. you don't fuck with comedians because yep. they'll put you in a joke, right? Yeah. So we didn't fuck around with it too much, but that's how we put up with us, right? Jimmy said, uh, what about Andre 3000 it's in terms of top rappers, top yeah. five? Okay. Yeah, Big yeah. Daddy Kane, Kid Frost, and Dr. Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy's got Yo, a point. That's true. That, man, that man's got, man, he's got some good rhymes. It's just too bad, too bad nobody put any music to it. No, man, Dr. Seuss made shit fit his world, right? Yeah, that's right. Pablo wanted to know about Guru and Gangstar. And Pablo, my question to you is this. Do you really think they're top five all time? Guru yeah. and Gangstar is all right, but they're not top five of yep. all time, Pablo. Yep. But I appreciate your old school throwback. All right? Now, we got Ronnie, who's a freak of the week right now. We should come up with something called freak of the week, Wood. Okay. I like Ronnie that. Said, I like it. R- Ronnie said a pound sign is now known as a wet spot on the bed from good sex. He said, <laughs> whose side, he said, whose side the wet spot is on can make a difference and make for an uncomfortable night of sleeping. Hashtag pound sign, hashtag good sex. <laughs> then we got an email from Sean. And I, again, I don't know if Sean's a fucking girl or a boy because that's one of them unisex names. If it's S-E-A-N, S-E-A-N always tells you guy. Yes. S-H-U-A-N tells me guy, girl, whatever. Sean sent in a dissertation about fucking cows that I'm not going to read. Oh, that's but, right. Because uh, we, we challenged Sean about uh, the insemination of cows. Well, Sean knows about cows. He knows about jerking off bulls to get sperm in cows. <laughs> That kind of freaked me out. I stopped reading after about line three, but Sean's all about cows. Then something Rhyme Time talked about last week. He talked about uh, those uh, SoundCloud artists because you don't need um, a label now. Right. So so you, you just put your music out on SoundCloud. So I searched SoundCloud for an artist, and I found one called Adonis the God. Now, Ooh. the is not the. It's D-A, but it's Adonis the God. Right. The, the tracks and the music this cat's putting on, not all of them were applicable to my demographics, but some of them were really, really fucking good that I felt. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the, the beat and the production. So, guys, um, check out that SoundCloud, Adonis to God. And there was also another dude. He was called, uh, I can't remember his name. Hang on. He's called uh, Mr. Walk. Right. Matter of fact, he's down with the Atheist, a.k.a. Rhyme Time. Oh. Yeah, he has some tracks on there too that are pretty damn good, man. They're all good, yeah, yeah. So we'll 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 throw that out uh, uh, probably sometime tomorrow. We'll throw that out on our social media. Help uh, give those guys a shout out. We'll share it with you guys. You get good, good stuff there, guys. Good stuff. And then and then we got one from uh, we got one from Dean the biker. Now Dean the biker had a beef with you a couple of weeks ago talking about yeah. bikers versus cyclists. Yeah, he's getting all up in my business about that. All up in your face with that. Dean said he saw he saw a millennial costume. He said dude was in a shirt made out of bubble wrap, had fragile stickers all over it, and a sign that said "I'm offended," <laughs> and another sign that said hey, it said "Fuck the authorities until I need help." <laughs> He said it was an ultimate uh, millennial costume, man. He, I don't know what the hell he saw. I wish you'd send a picture, Dean the Bike, on that one, because that shit's fucking hilarious, oh, man. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. That that that's good shit. All right. And then, uh, hold on, one more time. We got uh, Debbie. Debbie. All Debbie said was thank you. 
Oh. And I think that's because uh, we had shot rhyme time. Uh, give her a shout out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That made that made her day, man. It made oh, her yeah. day. I wish she had done a funky rap on her. You know what I mean? Some rhyme, Debbie, and you know, just just with some rank shit. But maybe we can yeah. submit that request and get that in a uh, future. Oh yeah, episode. yeah. We'll give him do the remix on it. So that that's all for the emails this week, right now, man. All right. So uh, let me let me uh, let me do this here. I just want to let our people know today, uh, tonight, whatever you're listening to us tomorrow, uh, we're doing something a little different today. Um, since Halloween is coming up, All Hallows Eve, if you will, yeah, all sorts of spooky. You know, we're we're gonna do something a little different. We're gonna talk a little bit uh, about Halloween. I mean, it's there; it's prevalent. We might as well, right? So, uh, I'm gonna start us off this way. Have you noticed now? Now, in in our region of the country, this is prevalent. I don't know about others because I don't live there. Okay. However, there's this thing called trunk or treat. Have you heard of this? Yeah, I've heard, I've seen this. So what it is is people will gather together in a community and they'll go to a local um, business or parking lot or a, a, a church parking lot or something like that. And they'll park their cars in a big circle around the parking lot. And kids just walk around from essentially trunk to trunk getting getting candy. It's, it's in a safe place. Now, let me rewind. I, I can remember the urban legends. And Wood, your, your generation, I, I can remember. I know you remember this, too, is where your parents would tell you, go trick-or-treating. Come back in two hours and don't take any fruit because they put razor blades yeah. in the fruit. Remember yeah. that shit? Yeah. And then and then I'd get a home and I'd dump it out and they'd say, okay, I gotta check them all now. Right. Make sure, yeah, the yeah. sure there's no LSD Jolly Ranchers <laughs> in the fucking package. Right. We're the ones that should have had trunk and treat. Right. And now, because everybody's so hyper paranoid about everything, they've got these things. And so I I'm so the other day. I'm outside with my kids and we're playing around and there's one setting up like three doors down at okay. this this parking lot and what are my kids want? what are my kids ain't three doors down a group isn't yeah. that a group called the- yeah. alright All right. so they want to go over there so what do I do well I find some paints that are just from last year's leftover things I scribble mm-hmm. some stuff on their face we go over there now not only do they have a bag of candy from that night now I have to wait and go again on Halloween? No. Like, no. You get one day a fucking year for that shit. Which and is, I don't should care. be on Halloween. Yeah, right. I don't care if it's September 5th. If you go fucking ask for candy <laughs> on September 5th, that's your Halloween. I'm not buying you another costume. Nothing. No. Your ass out. But I bet I we could go I bet we could go multiple times through the week. Uh, to well, different yeah, places. With the trunk of tree shit. It with the trunk of tree shit because everybody has to be all inclusive. That's where yeah. we're at now. It's that millennial shit, which is funny. You talk about that because I was looking at that fucking yo again. People, would you know I'm new to social media, and I'm confused on this shit. And here's where I'm confused. So I'm scanning through the social media shit now, and you got stuff like, um, my dog just died, or my daughter, you know, my daughter broke her arm, and people are pressing like. No. In my mind. Like is like good. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm happy your daughter broke her arm. I'm happy your dog just died. Yeah. But this motherfucker with a dog just died has got like, you know, 200 likes. So in my mind, it's 200 people that are like, good, your dog just died. And <laughs> maybe, I, I the dog, so, maybe the dog was an asshole. Yeah. 
Oh, I wanted you. Your daughter was left-handed. Now it's good. She's gonna be right-handed. I don't get that whole like shit. So people are liking like stuff in my mind. To me, is like bad stuff. Yeah, yeah. But they get a bunch of likes. You know what I mean? Having a horrible day. My boss just fired me. Like, 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 like. I'm like, yo, I don't like that. That's shitty. You shouldn't like that either. And first of all, why are you putting that on the fucking internet? But uh, some people's lives like are it. there. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people's <laughs> lives are there. So back to so on Halloween. Let, let me ask you, what's your favorite favorite Halloween show? Halloween show in terms of what movie? Yeah, yeah, movie. Ah, uh, well, probably Halloween. That shit scared the bejesus out of me, man. Oh, yeah, that, those are good. The original Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah. Yeah, you know that shit. My mine are probably tied. One, um, Poltergeist. I know it's not technically a. It's just a scary movie, but I always mm-hmm. like to watch around Halloween. It scared the shit out of me. And whenever that snow comes up on your TV, nah, man, I shut that off and run. <laughs> You know what fucked me up? Some about little Halloween. small person's going to come out of there and snatch me. Two things fucked me up about Poltergeist. And I don't know if it's Poltergeist 1 or 2. The first one is the one with the meat crawling on the fucking counter. Remember <laughs> yeah, that scene? Yeah. And the other one was that old man walks up to the fucking the, 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 the screen door and he goes, let me in. Yeah, yeah. That shit is creepy, man. And then the, and then you get the little little short lady that starts, Caroline. Yeah, oh. yeah. No, that, that, yeah. So anybody named Carol Ann after that, I just run away from. Nope. <laughs> Not that so I've like, seen many of those names. Like, like Wood said, y'all, we're gonna do something a little different today. We got, we, we're gonna go 1980s, 1990s sitcom. We're gonna do a little Halloween special. Yeah. And for works, good. If it doesn't work, fuck you guys. You motherfuckers <laughs> try talking every week for an hour, okay? And see if you, see well, if you come up with something different. That's like Sim- right? Simpsons Treehouse of Horror here. Here yeah, we go. Yeah, right. That, we're trying our best out here. So yeah. kiss my ass and congratulations for trying, guys. That You know, so what, yeah. we're going we're gonna to tell Freaky Tales. Okay. So, Th- that's what we're going to call them. We're going to call them Freaky Tales. Give us some, and this is real life shit. So let me, let me start with this one. I, I'll, I'll ease this in. So, oh, and my, and the other, my other favorite Halloween show is Friday the 13th. Scared me. Still, still, still bothers me to this day. Jason was fucked up, man. Yeah, that that yeah. dude. Okay, so this happened to me probably about a month ago. So this is this is a, a fresh story. So a couple of months ago, or, or about a month or so ago, I I stopped by my parents' house because I'll swing into their house from time to time, check on them, see how things are going. But my niece was in town. Or, or I thought she was. So from where? From where? Uh, she lives about two and a half hours south of me. So she just took a drive up. She had okay. a meeting or something to go to. And I was going to stay, uh, and then after the meeting, go back home. So I figured she was at the house. So I stopped by. And my parents, like they should in the area they live, they have an alarm set right in their house. They have cameras on the outside and an alarm on the inside to be safe. You left your parents in the hood is what you're telling me, but go ahead. Yeah, I've, hey, not not against my advice. I mean, I've told them to move the hell out of there, but they they, <laughs> they just it, they just increased the security. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so so I, I get there, and I notice that there's no cars in the driveway. I think, okay, maybe she's gone. So I walk up to the, the door, and I hear, you know, when someone's on the other side and they unlock a door for you, you hear that little rattle of the doorknob yeah yeah so i hear that and i'm like oh she must be here her husband must have the car so i i turn the knob and it's locked i'm like oh okay i'm just hearing things so i put my key in and i unlock it 
I take the key out, and I, I don't immediately open it. I put the key back in my pocket. I reach okay. up to open the door, and I hear that noise again. And boom, doorknob's locked. I go, what the oh, hell? Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I just turned the key the wrong way. To get key back out of my pocket a second time. I do the same thing. Stick the key in. I turn it the right way. Consciously think, okay, I got to turn it this direction. So I turn it, take the key out, put it back in my pocket, go to grab the handle, and I hear that rattle again. And the door's locked. What, what the hell? Yeah. Now, so now I'm thinking, okay, my niece is in there. She's just messing with me, right? Fucking with you, yeah. Yeah. So this time I get the keys out of my pocket again. The, the third time I put it in, I turn it, and I know it's unlocked. So I grab the handle without taking the key out, and I open the door. Well, right as I do that, the alarm starts to count down like it does. So I think, oh, okay. <clears throat> so as she, so as as the door swings open, I kind of glance through the the main uh, living room that's there, and I see somebody go towards the back room, and I think, oh, she was screwing with me. So oh, I, I turn my attention. I put my key in my pocket. I turn, and I shut the alarm off. I shut the door, and I, and I call her name. Nothing. What the hell? So I walk through the living room, and I walk into the bedroom where I saw her go or somebody uh-huh. go. She's not there. I go, what? And there's, Yo, man. There's, there's two rooms that adjoin. Uh, well, I'm sorry. They, the door's... Face each other, but they don't they don't enjoy them. So they're separate rooms with the doors face each other. So I'm like, okay, maybe she snuck into the other room and I just didn't notice. So I go into the other room, nobody there. And I'm thinking, what's happening? And there's no way to go from where I came in the door and those bedrooms into the other portion of the house. So I go through that entire so are house. You, are you tripping now? Are you like, what yeah. the fuck? So now I'm like, I just saw somebody. I saw somebody. I fought with them at the key. And mm-hmm. I, I saw that. So I go through the entire house and I clear it. There's not a soul in that house. And I'm sitting there thinking, what just happened to me? So what wow. do I do naturally? I leave. Yeah, hell right? yeah. Yeah. I set the alarm and I leave and I and I call my mom and I'm like, uh, you call your mom? Oh, yeah. Mommy, mommy, yeah. help me. <laughs> I figured if anybody could save me, it would be her. I'm like, uh, when you go back to the house, make sure you call me. I'll go in with you because this is what happened. Scared right. the shit out of me. And to this day, I have no idea what happened. I, but I, 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 as you and I are talking, I saw somebody go back into that room. Yo, that's fucked up shit, man. Yo, they're out there, man. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm not the most religious person in the world. I'm more spiritual than anything else. But there's, there's things out there, man. Yeah, there are. There, there's definitely Fully things out there. I Well, he, here we go. I, I'm going to tell a story. Which one should I go? Should I, I, I got a bunch of stories to tell. Should I tell about some of the fucking people that have been in my life in terms of lying motherfucking broads or people to try and scam me. I got one. I got one. It just popped in my head. Okay. I'm going to tell you this story. This is my freaky tale. I'm going to talk to you about the time I had AIDS. This is one (laughs) of the scariest times of my life, man. (laughs) You don't have it now. That's good. Yeah, right. So there was a time in my life. All right. First of all, let me tell you this. I never get sick. Well, you know me. Right. I never get sick. I'll get sniffles. I get a headache. I'll get a little worn down. But never am I sick where I, I miss work. Back in the day, I didn't miss games. I was a little worn under the weather, but I never get knocked down, drag out sick. Now, there was also a time in my life 
when my mind and my dick were like fucking Belichick and Brady, <laughs> we were on the same fucking page. Everything we thought to do would happen. All right. We were like Jordan and Pippen. We were amazing together. Okay. Long time ago. All right. <laughs> if my brain thought it, my dick could achieve it and vice versa. All right. So. I'm out there, and I'm running the streets, man. I'm with girls, you know. And I, I wouldn't lie to girls, but I would talk to girls and get, you know, yeah. blah, 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 and do my thing. Right. Right? I, I, I had a pro- probably a, a six-girl rotation, complete rotation. <laughs> Guys, don't, don't look down on me. Oh, excuse me. Girls don't look down on me. Guys, don't venerate me because it wasn't a good thing. But. I got sick one time, and I'm sick as a fucking dog. I mean, I'm laying in the bed. I'm coughing. I'm, I'm, I can't breathe. My, I got my legs hurt. My, I can't see. I got a headache. I finally go to fucking doctor. All right? Now, keep in mind, I didn't even have a fucking car. This is back when I was in college. I had a 1966 Pontiac Catalina that only Ooh. went backwards. And I drove, yeah, the transmission went out and it only went backwards. I drove it to work. I Work was probably two miles away. I drove it to work a couple times, and the cop pulled me over. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, I'm going to work. He's like, why aren't you driving the right way? He's, my transmission broke. He's like, I don't want to see this fucking car anymore. Don't drive it anymore. All right? So I didn't drive the car anymore, so I used to get a ride to and from work. So anyhow. One of my jump offs girls, she used to take, she used to drive me to work. And one day she came to take me to work. I was like, I can't go to work. I need to go to the doctor. So I called and sick to work. She took me to the doctor. I go to the doctor. I'm sitting there. They run tests on me and all this shit. And the doctor comes in. I'm sitting there. Now I'm sweating. I'm itchy. I'm, I'm hot. I'm irritated. Mm-hmm. I never get sick and I'm sick. And the doctor sits down in front of me and he goes, looks at the chart and he's like, wow, this is weird. The only time I've ever seen this is in people that have AIDS. <laughs> I didn't hear anything after he said that, okay? He's talking. I'm looking at him. I can feel the blood going through my body. I can hear the blood in my ears. My ears get real hot. I'm shaking. My mouth is dry. And I see him talking. Now, is this pre, I, pre-magic or post-magic? This is post-magic. That's oh, how dumb yeah. I am. Yeah. This is how dumb I am. Okay? And I see him talking, and he's talking, and he's like, Blah, 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 blah. It sounds like he's underwater, right? And I'm just looking at him, you know, and I'm, I'm almost crying, but I'm not crying. All I'm thinking is, how am I going to tell my mom? How am I going to tell my dad? How am I going to tell my family, right? He leaves, and I sit there, and I'm damn there crying, but I'm sweating. Nurse comes in. She said, we'll see you in, in 10 days. I said, mm-hmm. okay, all right. So I leave. The girl takes me back home. She's like, what happened? I was like, nothing. Mm-hmm. And I, I go home. I, she helps me upstairs. Helps me in the bed, and I'm laying there, and I'm shaking and shivering. And all I can think about is how I'm going to tell my family I have fucking AIDS, right? <laughs> now, keep in mind, I had my rotation. So I had a date the next day. I had a date the next day. And now I'm not getting with nobody. I'm not I'm not trying to get with nobody, right? But yeah. I'm still going on the dates and shit. And girls are like, what's wrong? Why are why you you're not your normal self, this, that, and the other? And I feel like I'm getting better, but I'm not really getting better because I have fucking AIDS, right? Yeah. So, so <laughs> we'll go on dates and shit, and, they, you know, we'll come to the point where it's time to kiss or whatever the hell. And I'm like, all right, thanks for taking me, you know, whatever, because I don't have a car. So they drop me off, and they're like, uh, you know, Keith is kind of being a dick, blah, 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 blah. So this goes on for 10 days. I date girls, blah, blah. <laughs> and nothing happens. I go back to the fucking doctor. I go into his room and shit. Same fucking doctor. He's talking to me. He's like, well, your test came out all negative, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just going to put you on some antibiotics. Now, by this time, I'm not as sick as I was before I had been to work. 
right? But I was I was to work in a fog because I had AIDS, <laughs> and he, he he's like, I'm gonna give you some amoxicillin. I was like, amoxicillin, um, that cures AIDS. He's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I go, um, you told me I have AIDS. He goes, what? I go, you told me last time I was here I had AIDS. He goes, what do you mean? I go, I sat right here and you said. I have AIDS. He goes, the only time I've ever seen this, you have AIDS. He goes, you had double pneumonia and you had uh, the flu or, or, you know, something. I go, you didn't say I have AIDS? He goes, no, the only time I've ever seen that in AIDS. You didn't hear the rest of what I said? I was like, no, I blacked out after that. He goes, no, don't. He didn't call me a dumbass. He goes, no, you need, he goes, you need to listen to me. Because to you got to remember, I'm like 19, 20. I'm still a kid, right? He goes, you need to listen to people when they talk to you. Listen to the full story. I said, the only time I've ever seen this is in people that have AIDS, and it's peculiar that you had it. He goes, you have double pneumonia, you had influenza. I go, so I don't have AIDS? He goes, no, what the hell's wrong with you? You don't have AIDS. Go fill this prescription, you're good. And I was back in the game after that, man. So I had AIDS for 10 days, and that's the worst 10 days of my life right there. So you're high-fiving people walking out of there. Oh, man, it was all good then, man. Everything was good after that. But I tell you what. Nothing's worse than getting the fucking news that you have AIDS, man. I was <laughs> terrified. I never did. Because I knew I was going back to the doctor because the nurse came in and made another appointment. I never right. told my mother. I never told my father. I never told my family <laughs> that I had AIDS. And I'm glad I didn't because, yeah. honestly, I didn't have AIDS. Yeah, because you didn't, you didn't have social media then to clean it up after and be like, just kidding. Yeah, LOL. Right. Well, Hashtag. I wouldn't put that shit on there anyhow. You know? I, 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 no. That was all personal. <laughs> It was all oh, personal. That's funny. Oh, well, I'm gonna see if I can bring us down a little bit here. Oh shit! That, that's yeah. That's a that's a funny story. You said so, bring us down. <laughs> uh, so, well, as you're talking, so I got to mm-hmm. thinking. Uh, as a kid, you, you do stupid things. You don't listen to your doctors. Apparently, nope. you do what you want. So, have you ever played with a Ouija board? No. Fuck. That shit, partner. Okay, and I will support you in that decision now, oh. 100%. <laughs> yeah, where was I back then, right? Yeah. <laughs> where, where was somebody talking sense into me? So I had this friend of mine, and he had moved away, and he came back. And From the dead? No, no. He just moved oh. away. He he moved to California. Wasn't Pet Cemetery. He, he got, no, he got cultured, and he came back, and he's like, so we're hanging out. And it was me, him, um, two other guys, and then three girls. Three or four, I can't remember. Anyway, there was a group of us, right? So we were like, what do we do? We're like 15 years old, so we can't drive, but we want to do something. Mm -hmm. So the one buddy, his parents are out of town. We're like, boom, perfect, his house. Yeah. So we're sitting there hanging out, uh, doing stupid teenager stuff. And my buddy from California is like, hey, have you guys ever played the Ouija board? Like, well, no, we don't have one. So he goes, no, if you buy them in the store, they don't work. What you have to do is make one of your own. And it seemed like a brilliant idea at the time. So we're like, okay, let's make one. Uh, and there was a couple of them, not me, them that knew how to make it. Because I had seen, like, in the store or whatever, but I had no clue. So they, they make this Ouija board. So... We we dim the lights. We put on a couple candles. We get serious, and and then we're like, let's do this. Let's 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 summon somebody. Now, oh shit! What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> I <clears throat> I've always been a believer that there's beings out there, right? 
Yeah. Why, at 15 years old, we decided to summon something evil is beyond me. However, we did. <clears throat> so we ask its name. It's been a, a lot of years. I can't remember what the thing spells out. So if you've ever This played, is a homemade Ouija board. Homemade Ouija board. We've okay. got a cardboard triangle-looking thing with a hole cut out in the middle to, to go over the letters. Now, for any of you out there listening, if you've ever played a Ouija board, I know you've done it. Those of you that have, you you blame the moving of the piece in the middle on somebody else moving it. So you'll I've seen say, that in movies. Yeah, you'll say, oh, you're moving it. Oh, you're moving it. Well, of course, that happens to us. So we say, okay. you know, I'm like, no, you're moving it. No, you're moving it. And all at the same time, everybody's like, I'm not. And we lift and the thing slides. I'm like, that should have been nobody, my Was nobody touching it? Nobody, nobody touched it. Nobody oh. touched it. That should have been my clue to stop. Well, I would have went home then. I would have left. <laughs> so what? what's the logical thing to do at 15? You put your hands back on it to say, okay, we can control it now. Okay? Oh, damn. So we start trying to think of questions. So somebody says, who am I going to marry? Well, the, the, the little marker starts to move across some letters. And right midway, it pauses it drops down to like the center circle where there's no letters. So started to spell a name. It goes to the center circle, stops, and then it spells out another name. <clears throat> and it spells out, I'm going to say the name Riker. <clears throat> it spells out Riker. And then R-Y the, or R-I? R-Y. Okay. And then, and then the phone rings. And so we all stop. We kind of look at each other. And my friend, whose house we're at, little brother comes in the room and says, to, to one of the girls, hey, Riker's on the phone for you. What? No shit. We stood up and we walked out of the house and scared the scared the shit out of us, right? Should have, yep. So now we've got this Ouija board. We've got this seance room set up in my buddy's house. And we're like, okay, that scared us. We want to get it the hell out of there. So we walk back into the house. And by this time, it's, it's nighttime. It's probably 8, 9 o'clock. It's dark. It's around Halloween. So it's cool outside. We go mm-hmm. in, and the house is – so his little brother comes back, and he's, he's terrified. He's like, you left me. What's going on? He's flipped on, <laughs> he's flipped on all the lights in the house. Yeah, good for him. But it's so dark. The house is dark. The lights he's are on. Wait, 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 wait. He turned on all the lights, and it's dark in there? Yeah, so he turns the lights on. The lights are on, but we walked in, and it felt dark. Like, oh, shit. Like dark. <clears throat> so – now we're starting to panic because we're feeding off each other, you know. We're, we're, we're scared. So we're sitting around, and, and we've got the main window to our backs that, that looks overlooks the street, right? And uh-huh. we're looking at this board, and my buddy grabs it, and he crushes it up because it's just made of a couple of pieces. Of, we have four pieces of paper put together. And he crushes it up, and he turns around to throw it towards the door, and it, we all turn. Sitting in a chair right behind us is this figure, this man, just oh, sitting there. Man. And we're like, fuck. So he throws it, we all yell, and we run out of there. We run out the opposite door. I never yeah. went I never went back into that house until quite a while later. And you know, he's like There is no until. It should have been I never went back into that house. <laughs> well, we did, right? So the thing had a name, and I wish I could remember. I was, you know, I was fifteen, how'd, so it was a long. How'd you find out the name? It told you its it, name. Yeah, because when we first started playing, we said, "What's your name?" And because 
you know, you were trying to get loosen up. Hey, if you're there, if somebody's there, tell us your name. And it, and it spelled out a name. I assumed that was its name, right? The so, fuck? fast forward six years, okay? So now I'm, so, I'm like 20, 21 years old. Uh huh. <clears throat> and I'm trying to make my life right. I'm trying to be a good person, a decent <laughs> human being, you know, because I had a run, I had a stretch. Yeah. You know, you're a late did teen, you, you do stupid did, things. Did you have AIDS? <laughs> no, no. I made sure I didn't have the AIDS. Okay. Right? I had other things that happened, but not the AIDS, thank goodness. I listened to my doctors. So, fast forward this, it's, yeah, it's about five years, five, six years, and uh, I'm trying to get my life straight and on the right path, and I'm trying to find out what I want to do with myself, right? I don't want to just be out running around, playing, screwing around. <clears throat> so, I go to bed one night, and I, I'm having a pretty heavy dream about, like, I, I just can't get up, you know? Are you in the middle of a basketball court? No, no. No, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm mean, throw out that warning. This does not end like that. <laughs> we've okay. we've got a, we've got a lot of time. We got a lot of time that goes to 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 talk about these things. You'll hear plenty more of my uh, my uh, dreams, but this okay. one, no. Thankfully, it it, it ends not. Soiled with clean sheets, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, well, sort of. So okay. So I'm having this heavy dream, right? That I'm that I'm feeling like a press, like pushed down. And mm-hmm. I remember my dream say, "Just wake up and get up. Just wake up and get up." How old are you? I'm about twenty, twenty-one years old. Okay. And so in my dream, I'm forcing myself. I force myself to wake up. Okay. And as I wake up, I open my eyes and I'm laying on my back, flat on my back. And I open my eyes, and, and I got the covers over me, completely draped to the sides. My arms are down to my side. I open my eyes, and I look straight above me. And that same guy that was sitting behind me five and a half years before is floating above my head and my face. Stop. Stop. I swear to I... you. We're face-to-face, and, and he's looking at me. Oh, and, and, and he says, he says, you're never going to ride it. You're always going to be in the wrong. And I can't move. I what can't scream. I, I'm terrified, right? And it, it, I couldn't. I couldn't move my arms. I couldn't move my legs. The only thing I could think to do is close my eyes and just barrel roll off the bed. So I close my eyes, <clears throat> and prepare myself, and I could feel this thing just weighing down on me. You know, like uh, if you, if you ever gone into a pool and, you, and the deeper you go, the more pressure it puts on your ears. Right. I'm feeling that come over my head and my body, and I just oh shit everything I can. I roll out of it, and poof, poof, fall off the bed, and I run and jumped in uh, <clears throat> with my. I have I have a younger sister, and she's. I jumped in and I lay next to her, and I just was like, "She's like, <laughs> what? What are you doing?" Because by this age, it's creepy, right? Yeah, right. You're 20 fucking one. Your younger sister is at least 16, and you're yeah. in the bed with her. And she she goes. What are you doing? And I said, just go to sleep. And I just covered my head, and I didn't get out of bed. And it probably took me two weeks to get back into my own bed, scared Yo. the shit out of me. So, fast forward another chunk of years later, I told you the story about that key fight and then seeing somebody? Yeah. Brings me back to, that's who I believe was in my house. Same house, same bedroom I saw it go into, all stemming from that Ouija board. This is a true story. True story. 
See, that's why you don't fuck with fucking Ouija boards. So you think that motherfucker is still following you around? I have no doubt that it is. In fact, I've when I was in Mexico, if those of you, I'm not going to go into why I was in Mexico. A lot of people do know why I was in Mexico, but if you okay. don't, it doesn't matter. But there were times in Mexico that I saw that thing, and it would just sit at the edge of my bed. It would sit there, and like I would have to fight it and go with my roommate and and wake him up, and be like, "Am I going crazy here? Can you see so, anything?" Let, all right, so let me ask you this: the people you fucked with the Ouija board with, are they having the same issue, or do you still know them? So, so I I know them. I don't. I, we've lost a little bit of contact, but so there were uh, three girls. I specifically remember three girls. I think there was four, but I can't remember the four. Three girls, four boys. <clears throat> All three of the girls, up until very recently, one of them, in fact, is I, I don't know. She's addicted to drugs. She's suicidal. Uh, the other she two, saw, she she saw a demon. Yeah, the other two yeah. girls. It took them probably twenty years to to get right. I mean, they were into alcohol, they were into drugs, they just, their life became a mess, and I blame it on that time. The guys, <clears throat> one of them took a hard turn, and he went, he, he, he fell into some bad shit, and he's still, as okay. far as I know, there. Uh, another one of the guys went completely the opposite way, and now the dude is just a religious freak, uh, so he and I don't talk too much. Oh, damn. You want to talk about a pivotal moment when people went one way or the other? And I blame it on that Ouija board. That, yeah, that that's all I could do. That's all I could think of. Yeah, I me personally, I've never fucked with them. I had a boy back in the day that fucked with one of them, and he woke up the next day. According to him, I always thought it was bullshit. He woke up with scratches all over his chest and arms because he said he played with a Ouija board the night before. He probably scratched the shit out of himself. I don't fuck with shit like that. I got a story. I'm I'm, I'm gonna try to go a little more positive. As I stated earlier. I'm not religious. I have a spiritual sense about myself. All right. So back in the day when I was, I was probably eight years old. I lived in California. We moved all the way from fucking Boston, Massachusetts mm-hmm. to California. And before internet, before social media, that was like moving from fucking, you know, this planet to Mars. Okay. Yeah. A shopping cart was called a shop. We They called it a shopping cart. We called it a shopping carriage. A pocketbook, what we called it was called a purse. We called them sneakers. <laughs> they called them tennis shoes. I never heard of fucking chili dog. I didn't know what a skateboard was. I, I didn't know what fucking tetherball was. So moving to California <laughs> was like moving to the fucking moon for me, okay? Um, there was Mexicans up the street, but I had never heard of Mexicans. I heard of Puerto Ricans. So I would call them Mexicans and Puerto Ricans. We fought every fucking day. So needless <laughs> to say, I didn't have many fucking friends in California, okay? <laughs> wasn't an easy transition. It wasn't an easy transition at all. So, anybody that's ever been to California, the blocks are real big. Would well, you been to California? You know yeah. how big the blocks are. They're huge. Right. Yeah. All right, so we live in a, a black Mexican neighborhood, okay? And in the street we lived in, there was a block before us, and then there was a little side street, and then our house was there. But down on that block, so we had the side street, and the next street was a main street, you know, like a like a busy, busy street. And on that busy, busy street, there was a McDonald's, okay? okay. Keep this in mind when I tell this story. So there's a busy, busy street with a McDonald's. You come up, 
There's our street, a little side street with houses, and then there's our house right on the corner. I'm playing in the gutter one day because me and the Mexicans got in a fight. I called somebody <laughs> Puerto Rican, and it was three brothers. They, I, I would fight them, and I'd do good against one, maybe two, but then all three of them would jump me, and I'd never win that fight, right? right. So I'm playing in the gutter by myself. And I remember I'm playing in the gutter, and I look up down the street just as this dude turns the corner. And I watch him walk past all the houses on that street. He walks past that house, that house, that house, that house, that house. And I watch him come up to the corner to cross the street, that little side street, to, you know, that was before our house. And once right. he started crossing that street, I got up out the gutter and I ran into that. I walked into the house. I wasn't scared. I walked into the house. But I thought it was weird that I saw this guy turn the corner. This guy walks up to our house. And he knocks on the door. And then we had a screen door, your know, wood screen door. Yeah. And my mother comes in the door and he's like, <clears throat> I remember he was a black guy. Okay. He had long white hair and a white beard. His clothes was dirty, but he wasn't dirty. When I say he wasn't dirty, like you look at somebody's hands and you can tell they're dirty. Right. Yeah. His hands weren't dirty. His clothes were dirty. He knocks on the door and he says, I don't mean to bother you, but I just need some money to get a coffee and a sandwich at the McDonald's. Okay. Now, he was at the fucking McDonald's, right? The McDonald's is down on the, on the main road. Right. But he came to our house, walked past all those fucking houses, and I found our Now, we were broke, okay? I grew up in the projects. I grew up poor. My mother goes into her purse, she grabs a fucking, you know, little bit of coins and dollars she had, and she gave it to the man. She opened the door and gave it to the man. And he took the money, and he looked at it, and he started crying. Okay? And he's like, I thank you so much for doing this. I will never come back to this house again. I appreciate you doing this for me. That is a beautiful thing to do. Now, remember, he was his clothes were dirty. His hands weren't dirty. Right. And I'm eight, nine years old, and that stuck out in my mind, Wood. Okay. Okay. So he left our house and he said, I'll never come back here and bother you again. Now, if he needed money for McDonald's, don't you think he would have stood outside of McDonald's yeah. and asked for money? Yeah. Right? He used to Instead right of walking the entrance, past all uh -huh. those houses? Right. Yeah. Why did he, he come to past, your house? He walked past probably nine, 12 houses to get to my house. Okay. So he left and he walked out a little gate and he went right to go back to that little side street that was by our house that I told you about. Okay. And when he got to the middle of that side street, Wood, I'm telling you this, like I know your name is Wood. When he got to little that side street in the middle of the street, he disappeared. I swear to I swear on everything I love, Damn. this man disappeared. This is a true story. And I looked at my mother, my mother looked at me, and we never talked about it. I I, I get wow. the chills now when I every time yeah. I tell the story, I get the chills. I've told my girl, I've told a few other people in my life, and I get the chills every time. I got him just now. I watched that man disappear in the middle of the fucking street. He did not walk back down to the main street where he came from. So, he disappeared. I looked at my mother, and I didn't talk to my mother about this for probably 30 years. Okay. And I asked her, and I said, Ma, do you remember the blah, 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 blah? And she's like, yeah, I remember that. The man disappeared. I don't know what wow. that means or what that was. He disappeared. I watched that, I watched that motherfucker disappear, man. I mean, it has to have been a reason. I mean, they came to your house, and then came left. From, I don't. I, I he, am. I am fully. I fully believe that there's things out there 
yes. like this. Yes, we don't understand whether you whether you're a religious person or or believe and I'm in not. something greater uh, or yep. not. There's stuff out there you can't explain. Would I'm telling you right now, whatever you're looking at right now, stare at it and imagine it disappearing. And having it wasn't, I wasn't scared that he disappeared. I'm eight, nine years old. I, I wasn't scared. It was just like he disappeared. You know what I mean? It <laughs> yeah. was, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he he caught the ball. He sat down, or she went to the store. I I remember he left out because we had a little tiny gate. He walked down the stairs. He walked out that gate. He closed the gate. He went right, and he got to the middle of the fucking street. And I I watched him disappear. I'll never okay. forget that, man. So. That's my, those are my fucking freaky tales right there, man. That, 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 that right there, I, you know what? And I talked to my girl about this because I told my girl this story. I was like, yo, should I tell this story? She's like, absolutely tell that fucking story. <laughs> Boy, that was, that was a trip to me. That yeah. was, and you know what? Coming off Misty last week telling her stories, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, right, right. Okay. So, well, the least I could do. <laughs> yeah. Least I could do. And, and, you know, in my story as well, I, I left out a lot of the names because, you know, I don't know no. that those guys want want me to, right. but but if they listen, uh, and I don't know if they do, uh, they'll hear that story, they'll remember it, and it, it sh- shit's scary, man. It, it there's just things in this life you don't mess with, and that's one of them. <laughs> you just don't mess with the Ouija board, man. No, and, no, no, no. And anytime yeah. I see, anytime I see one of those, I just I want to burn it. You know. I- so the Ouija board was Milton Bradley. I remember I yeah. read up on it one time. Milton Bradley came up with the Ouija board, but it was backed on what? It was backed on something. I I don't know the backstory on it. I it, so I, and you know it's created as a toy, a gag for to be fun, you know. Uh, but fuck that. But anytime, you know, it's like I, I keep people. I keep my dog in the house because I don't want him to run away. But I know as soon as I open a door, he's gonna run away. You know, same kind of thing. They leave the door shut. As soon as yeah. I open that door, guess what's coming through? Well, That's a good analogy. Yeah, That's whatever. A good the, analogy. Whatever the hell that thing is, it's been twenty something years, man, and still kicking, just still popping around every now and again. I got, you, I got no. plenty of stories that c- continue with that same thing, but because of time and you know uh, all the people that probably shut us off 35 minutes ago <laughs> i'm gonna save them but you know fuck them hey can't all of them be winners not all of them gonna make you motherfuckers laugh right. all right we're not here to entertain well we are here to entertain you to be honest <laughs> with you but it's not all about being funny sometimes you gotta get real with shit and that's what we do and like i said early like wood said early maybe this one ain't for you yeah pass it on Pass it on because I'm gonna tell you something right now. Most people know somebody or know somebody that has some fucked up experience yes. that you're trying right off. I don't give a fuck if you saw a ghost, you saw a spirit, you saw a Bigfoot, you saw a fucking alien. Whatever. You know what? It's funny how aliens have died off since camera phones, right? But yeah, whatever, yeah. right? <laughs> but you know, there's, there's always something to be had for something. I want to end it on this right here, Wood. Okay. We got an email from Snaggles. <laughs> the funny part about it this is a Halloween episode and it's interesting we got a fucking email from somebody that looks like a Jack and Landon with his teeth <laughs> okay but Snaggle says last week's face off is the best episode yet mostly because of rhyme time 
limited to talking of you two assholes. Mm. The only thing missing was Keith and Wood getting destroyed in a 90-second rap battle with Rhyme. No way I would ever step in that circle, Snaggles, right? Thanks for putting out a product that keeps me entertained for a total of at least seven minutes an episode. <laughs> <laughs> so you wasted to hear his name. Yeah. This is coming from a guy that fucking gargles with the color yellow. All right. <laughs> thank you for ex- <laughs> thank you for reaching. Snaggles reached out twice. He reached out once at the beginning, yeah. calling us bitch beer drinkers, and he reached out around Halloween because. His face is the model for most jack o with the space tooth. <laughs> He's Snaggles to dress lo- up. Snaggles love you, brother. I would love to try and get him on a show, but I am not a dentist, and I can't help that <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> with oh, that, shit. Wood, is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying, man. Uh, all right. All right, guys. Uh, I hope you enjoyed our uh, haunted tales. Some funny, Ooh. some not so much. Yeah, Freaky tales. <laughs> we're spooky tonight. Yeah. As always, we will uh, urge you to like this, share this, um, whatever you do to leave a review, you motherfuckers. Leave reviews, share you it with your friends and family. Right. Um, we're always at. Uh, you can. We like the emails. Obviously, if you've listened to this many shows, you know we t- like the emails. And it's uh, <clears throat> so what you saying at gmail dot com. Uh, follow us on Twitter on Facebook and uh, SoundCloud to, to hear us. And if you're hearing us, you've probably gone through there or iTunes anyway. So yeah. um, we're here for you. Um, we got a couple more shows coming up in the near future that uh, you're really going to like. Get um, hungry. So uh, on that note, we'll just throw those little teasers out. But, Keith, it's always a pleasure. We out. <laughs>